Is today the day, the day that you choose you? Are you ready and willing to play outside the confines that keep you stuck? This is your invitation to receive new perspectives, to open up to a new energy of limitless choices with your health, body, spaces, relationships, money, business, and beyond. Are you ready to leap fences and embrace your boundless life? Listen now to Infinite Energy's radio show with Lisa Bennett. Hello, hello, everyone. I am excited and really grateful to be here today. And for those of you that are tuning in to the show for the very first time, welcome. My name is Lisa Bennett, and I am a space whisperer. So that is someone that actually has um, the capacity to communicate with spaces uh, and pick up the energy of what the spaces are actually their story or what they're telling. And each each space, whether that is your home or your business, or even when you're traveling, all spaces have a uh, story of the people that are living in that particular space. And the beautiful part about that is that as we go about our day-to-day life, we start to see there is these um, patterns that might show up. Uh, for you in your day-to-day life. And so one of the things that uh, I wanted to discuss with everyone today or, or chat with everyone today is how many of you have come to the conclusion that you've outgrown the space that you're in? Now, that could be for your business. That could be for where you're living. It's the energy of like bursting at the seams. And you have you walk in and you just look around and you're it's it's like this big energetic sigh and and oh i i believe that i'm uh i can't i can't possibly fit any more into this space i can't possibly um have people over because every room is jam packed or my guest room is full of stuff or the closets are overflowing. Um, the garage, I can't park my car in the garage because it's full of stuff. Uh, my storage um, on the property is jammed and, and, and packed up to the, to the rafters. So everyone that out there that has ever felt that or is in the process of of that particular um, sort of situation that you've created, would you all just take a deep breath right now and actually just go, okay, so it's the beauty of this is it can be changed and shifted. And so before you conclude that you've outgrown your space one of the things that I love to do, and, and it's a tool that I've come to not only use, I use for myself, but I also have my clients do this. And it's it's sort of the, it, it, it sounds so simple, and it is. Photograph your space completely. Like take, no matter what it looks like, if everything is just tipped over and there's messes everywhere, Cool. That's awesome. Just take a photograph of it and then take that 
that photograph, and most people have um, iPhones or an Android phone that has a great camera on it, and then you load it up on your computer. And do this not from, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed and you're judging yourself, but do this from looking at it as almost, I'm going to ask you to look at this almost as though you were having a scientific experiment. And as you look at the photographs, upload all the photographs for your bedroom, for your kitchen, for your living room, for your dining room, for your bathrooms, like wherever you are today, just do this. And and don't go into, oh, I've got to take a, I've got to tidy up before I take a photo. No, no, no. The purpose of this is to actually have you basically be your own personal consultant, your own personal uh, sort of, I guess I would call yourself, let's, let's hire yourself for your space. So just, just for today, take a photograph of all the spaces, the entranceway as you walk in, the closets, um, bathroom, kitchen, dining room, living room. If you have a play area for your kids, each bedroom, photograph them from different angles and then blow it up, like load it up onto the computer and look at it and then go, oh, and you'll start to see things and you'll go, okay, so not only have I created in the guest room, um, perhaps you have things, projects that you're working on, perhaps your the closet's overflowing with uh, out-of-season clothing or other people's clothing or boxes, or maybe the room is full of boxes that you haven't unpacked for years. And it's, I'm going to get to it someday. Okay, so the someday. And and you've just decided because that room is full of boxes or there are things that you're storing under the bed and in the closet and, and, and it's overflowing into other rooms that you've already decided that you've outgrown your space. So as you look on each photograph, I want you to get a pen and paper and make a list of all the jobs that you've pushed into each room. And, and when we have this this um, question, I'm out. I've outgrown my space, or have I outgrown my space? Look at the jobs that you've put into each room. And when I talk about jobs, so for example, your bedroom. Your bedroom is the place that your body is being nurtured when you go to sleep. Now, if in your bedroom I walk in there, and just imagine that you've just invited me in wherever you are in the world to walk in, that your bed is full of paperwork and books. And in fact, your body can't even sleep on or have a choice to sleep on either part of the bed because you've already loaded it up, a portion of it, with stuff that you're going to work on when before you go to sleep. So you have all this stuff piled up there. And so when you're writing this list of the jobs that you've given yourself in the bedroom, start to see what percentage, if you could draw draw like a um, circle, what percentage of that room that you have a job for is actually nurturing your body and what percentage is it of asking you to get to work, go to work, 
deal with the projects, look at all the stuff that's piling up, blah, 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 blah. And, and so it's, it's a really interesting exercise to do that you can now say, wow, I've just created this pie chart. I call it a pie chart or a circle. And I look at the percentage of where I'm nurturing my body. And it might be 20%. It could be 30%. It could be 5%. And then I look at how much I've put in to that space that's my business. And that could be 40%. And then how much of that I've put into a relationship that could be five or ten percent, and how much of that have I put into uh, uh, creating money, or or maybe there's a um, meditative practice that you'd like to instill into your life, or or whatever that is for nurturing, not only for your mind but for your body. And so the interesting thing is, we put this pie chart down, and you start to see all the jobs that you've put into that particular room. Some people even put a, an exercise bicycle in. So there's fitness uh, and or a treadmill. And again, how much, even though you've got the equipment in there, how much are you actually using that equipment and how much is that equipment actually taking up in the space that you're in? And when you start to see on the pie chart the percentage in each particular room of the job, for example, of a dining room is to eat and dine. And if you see that your dining room table is full of projects and work and other people's projects and work, if you have more, more than one person living in the space, how many times have you and your family actually sat down and had a meal together to honor each other? Because the job of the dining room is to Sit down, nurture your bodies, enjoy a meal, and honor each other. It's the same as your bedroom. How much of your bedroom is honoring your body, nurturing your body, calming your mind, resting your body so that you can go to sleep and not have your brain on this extra gear to think about all the things that have to be uh, dealt with. And, And so... As you start to see the percentage of what you're placing extra in each room and how little you're actually honoring in the bedroom your body, in the dining room you're nurturing your body and, and, and the people in your life sitting around the dining room table and having a meal and having a conversation. And as you start to see how little you are actually gifting the the actual job for your life, you're going to see this, if you could look at it as a um, a teeter-totter or a weigh scale, you'll see how much weight you're putting into different areas that actually aren't in any way related to the nurturing of your body, the building of your business, if you have an office, uh, the the, the nurturing with friendships, with uh, co-workers, with family members around a dining room table. And it can be the same for a living room. Uh, get this, the living room, it's an actual living room. It's not a room that's stagnant. Living rooms are rooms to to live in. 
and and I'm not saying to 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 go to bed in. I'm saying live in, enjoy, bring people in to entertain, to have interesting conversations. And so when you have now looked at each of your spaces and then in each space start to look at what can you remove that is no longer serving that room's job and what can you rejig and when I say rejig, it's it's an energy of, of moving things that are going to contribute to that particular room or that particular job. Now, I'm I have spoken about rooms having multi purposes, having more than one job within a room. That's awesome. Again, look at what percentage in each room you have actually uh gifted yourself what percentage you're gifting for your body what percentage are you gifting for your business for your health for inviting relationships both business personal uh money and and go one room to another room to another room to another room and even the front entrance even the bathroom I have seen some pretty incredible things over the years about what people have jammed into their bathroom that has nothing to do with brushing your teeth, your hair, your your grooming and and yeah, I've seen some pretty interesting things over the years. So, uh I would I would encourage you again, look in the bathrooms are there plants are there flowers are there plants and flowers in your bedroom how about some beautiful plants and flowers in your in your office each room is a living breathing entity so i'm going to repeat that each room in your home and your business is a living breathing entity so knowing that it's breathing and moving and shifting so Wherever you've decided that you've set your room up, you've moved in, you've set your room up, you've set the furniture up, this is the way it's going to be, that's where you're going to start to create that stagnant, stale energy for your life, for your business, for everything that you're choosing to bring in. So are you willing now to get out of that stale, stagnant energy and start to look at how you can really invite that beautiful life force energy into your home and and watch it breathe you know open windows let the air in let the fresh air come in just like a if you could imagine if if you could take the roof off take the windows off and let this breeze come in as though you were in the caribbean this beautiful warm tropical breeze going through your space and there are countries that really have the there's no doors no you know they they just sort of have this open breeze and maybe a light curtain let let that actually come into your space on a daily basis this lovely energy of breath that breathes energy into each of the rooms and so as you have and this so this will be your sort of uh, target this week is to photograph each of your rooms each of the spaces and actually 
draw a little pie chart of what percentage you are committing within each space to a specific job. And you might find the bookshelf that you've put up in your bedroom that's full of business books might not be contributing to your body to relax and and really um, re, rejuvenate at nighttime so that when you wake up, you feel like, even if you've had four hours sleep, you might say, wow, I feel awesome, I feel great, and I'm energized, and I'm ready for an amazing day. So uh, we are uh, talking uh, about have you outgrown your space? And I'm going to give you some tools about moving forward. If that is after everything that you've done up to this point, what would that look like for you? You're with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies, and we will return right after the break. Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival? Are you ready to move beyond the confines of your life? Have you always known that there was another way of living in this world beyond just existing? How about an open conversation that gives you immediate ways to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program, please call US 815 880 8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. You can send a question or comment to lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. Now back to the program. Hello, hello, everyone. So it's interesting how we are talking about have we outgrown our space and it's going to be defined by each individual what that looks like, what is enough. And wow, so I know that I have gone and stayed and, and I have some friends in Texas. And in Texas, the big sort of joke is that it's like go big or go home and everything's bigger in Texas. They love to say that. Big trucks, uh, big wheels on the trucks. Uh, you go into the furniture stores, the sofas are big. And you see kitchens, it's big. Everything is, 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 is 
sort of monster side. Even when you go to a restaurant, they have the big cups. It's not the 8-ounce cup. Uh, they go for the 16 or 32-ounce cup at a restaurant. Uh, would you like to have this? or and, and it's big. And big skies, big properties, big houses. And everyone loves that. And they... and. So, so even there, I've had clients who are saying, I've run out of space. And so I'm going to just ask for you to, again, this is all part of this experiment that you can play with, is actually to, to sit and, and look at when you've got all these photographs and see what percentage now in each of those rooms of items that you have currently that you're the caretaker of because we don't own things we're actually ah let me let me remind everyone we do not own things in fact we are the caretakers of everything uh material wise within our spaces so not only are we the caretakers of the physical building we are the caretakers of the furniture of the lights of all the fixed items within our spaces and and unfixed items as in the furniture the bookshelves etc who dusts who cleans who pays for the cleaning people to come in and who maintains if if a refrigerator or washing machine breaks down who is the person that actually maintains and pays the bills or replaces. It's us. So it's always interesting to me when people have concluded that, oh, I own this house or I own this car or I I just bought this item of clothing. I own this. Well, no, it was a creation that came into light based on someone's vision and you while you're in this lifetime are the caretaker of it so how many of you have even gone through your closet and said oh I've grown out of this item meaning that your body has shifted and changed because our bodies do constantly they can they can they can go up and down 5 10 pounds while our spaces can go up and down 5 or 10 pounds and so if you are trying to make something work that used to work at a previous space and you're forcing it to work within the space that you're currently in, I'm going to suggest it's like a sweater that you shrunk or it's uh, your perhaps your body has eliminated weight and the sweater is too big. So look at each space as though it is communicating with you and saying, oh, this sofa does not fit in no matter how you try to fit it in here. So is now the time to let that overgrown, massive sofa that worked in your big home that you came from, is it actually going to work in the space that perhaps you've downsized and gotten into a smaller space? And and so while you look through your photographs, see what the proportion of the room size is in relation to the furniture that you're placing in there. And as you go through, even though you might love something, 
so much. Ask is is the size taking up more real estate in the space and and preventing you from bringing in more into your life. And I had I I'll, I'll give you an example. I had a client years ago who had this really massive desk that that had um, that had come from their old company, and and so they were determined that uh, when they had left this company, the, the desk was one of the things that that he got to have, and so he was determined to make this big desk work within his small space. And no matter how many ways that he tried to configure it, it just, it was, it was 90% of the room was the desk and you had to physically walk around between the wall and the desk in order to get to it and, and squeeze your body in. And so he almost became, it was sort of like being a prisoner behind the desk and, but he was proud and he talked about this desk as though it was his best friend. And interestingly enough, the desk was actually preventing new business, new clients. He was op- he's opening up a consulting business from coming in and he couldn't understand why. He had been incredibly successful. He had people that said, oh, I can't wait and I want him to work with you and blah, 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 blah. Well, what occurred is this desk was a barrier between him and the door and receiving new business and new clients. So how many of you have have built up a barrier and and basically pushed yourself into a corner into your space that has prevented people from finding you, your business, perhaps you for a relationship perhaps uh, anybody that is choosing to connect with you, to collaborate with you, to co-create with you, how many pieces of furniture have you physically taken from a huge, large space, because it worked in that space, and forced it to work in the space that you're currently in? So it's it's when when we had this conversation he he was very much in resistance cuz he was defending the value of what this desk and what he believed the desk had created for his business prior to him leaving the company um and he was proud because he had he had worked with a designer had chosen and it worked beautifully in his corporate office and business uh but when he had decided to to have a home-based consulting business and try to force this desk into the space that he had he was well I've got to I've got to actually um renovate my house or I've got to move and it was all based on this desk and so I I'd, I'd like to ask you who out there has gone and and brought a big honking piece of furniture into their space and because it takes up 90% of the space and there's very little space for you and your body to move freely and you've determined that you have already outgrown the space or you need to knock out a wall in order to make the piece of furniture fit into your space and I'm going to challenge you 
it's it's willing to let it go. And oh my gosh, it was like this um, security blanket for him, this desk. And I said, well, do you, do you remember, did you have like a security blanket when you were a little boy? And he says, well, actually I did. I had a little blankie and I used to sleep with it and it went everywhere with me and it was all um, shredded and it had holes in it. And eventually when he got sort of to the age of 10, he said, my mom, it was almost like in little pieces. My mom finally said, we've got to let it go. And he said it was really traumatic for him. And I said, so where in your life have you turned an item into being that security blanket for you uh, in your space? And you have defended it. You've defended it to family, friends who see the absurdity of this massive piece of furniture in your in your particular space. And and it's again, how much space are you giving your body? and all the other creations that you're desiring to bring into your life. And you don't even need to know what those are going to look like. You don't have to define it. Just know that you can, by physically filling up your space, you're blocking yourself. It's like you're in hiding. And when we can get you out of the hiding energy with your space and the blocked energy with your space, Oh my goodness, you're going to see so much coming into your life. And it's going to be almost like an avalanche of energy and you're going to go, wow, one minute I was struggling, one minute I was questioning and boom, the next minute, everything just, it it just opens up. It's like watching the skies open up for you. And, and I've watched this time and again with different people. So What's the what's what was the outcome of this gentleman and 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 this massive corporate desk that he forced into his his home office after a few conversations and him saying okay um, I'm willing to to let this desk go and and then we went a bit on a shopping spree and we looked around and we talked about different things that he really knew that he required uh, to be in his office. And we totally reconfigured his his home office for his new business. So it's new furniture, new business, new energy, new life. So remember, we talked about the living room. It's a living space. So your office is a living space. And I'm not kidding you, within a week, or less, I I got a phone call and just did a little follow up. You know, we I said, give me a call and let me know where you're at. And he said, I am so busy. I I cannot tell you. I I can't even tell you how quickly, how easy this was. And I I'm I'm thrilled that I got rid of that big honking desk that he he admitted that he had hit his hip on a number of times during the day, walking around it, squeezing around it. His relationship with his wife improved because there was this freedom. She could come in and sit in a chair and have a conversation and bring him a cup of tea. And and, and then he she could close the door and there was room for the kids when they came home from school to come and see him in his space. And it was just, 
he he was happier, he was lighter, everything about him had shifted and changed. And as soon as that joyful, light energy came into his home, clients could perceive it. They could hear it over the phone. They could hear that he was happy and joyful and that things were working. So uh, how many of you have created a block of energy with your furniture to not actually invite people in who can freely come in, sit down, communicate, have a conversation and collaborate with you about what would you like to do in your life now going forward? And it was so, so, so cool to to be a part of somebody that was incredibly skeptical, skeptical that this stuff even works. Uh, and at the end, he, I would call him a complete believer in seeing what can be shifted, what can be changed within your spaces. Yeah. And uh, the chat room, they love it. Thank you, everyone in the chat room. So if you have any questions about what you um, would like to talk about with regard to your space, uh, whether you believe you've outgrown it or not, or you're sitting on the fence, feel free from the U.S. You can call in 1-815-880-8255 or in Canada, 1-613-800-8736. Uh, or you can go to the Inspired Choices Network and you'll be able to listen live to the current show. And uh, there's also a space to go into for the chat room. So you can go into the chat room and ask questions via the chat room. So don't be shy. This is a great platform for you to ask anything around what's going on with your spaces. And uh, I talk to people all around the world so I'm I'm uh, I wanted to share that with you. And another um, item that I was going to share with you is if any of you are interested in attending any of the Creating Conscious Spaces classes that are around the world, translated to seven languages so far, uh, and would like to know more about how to communicate with your spaces, then you can check out my website, infiniteenergies.ca, where I post upcoming classes. As well, you will listen to, and if you're curious, we have five years so far of in the archives of radio shows that you can listen to. And, and uh, of course, you can follow me on Facebook, Lisa Bennett's, or my business page, Infinite Energies. And if you're curious about spaces, you can play with the Creating Conscious Spaces Facebook group. So I'm going to take a quick break. And when we return, you will be speaking with myself, Lisa Bennett's. Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival? Are you ready to move beyond the confines of your life? Have you always known that there was another way of living in this world beyond just existing? How about an open conversation that gives you immediate ways to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Ever 
wish there was an easier way to change any aspect of your life? What if there is? And what if it could be as simple as communicating with your physical environment? Global Space Whisperer Lisa Bennett works with clients all over the world to interpret and translate the language of their homes, offices, and physical surroundings in order to create clarity, freedom, joy, prosperity, and so much more. Learn more about the latest Creating Conscious Spaces workshop and other upcoming events. Visit www.infiniteenergies.ca. You can also email Lisa today to book a personal consultation or speaking engagement at lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. This is Infinite Energies Radio Show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program, please call U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. You can send a question or comment to lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. Now back to the program. Hello, hello, everyone. I am so grateful for each and every one of you that has uh, chosen to uh, tune in to the radio show today. We are talking about uh, the old question that seems to pop up in everyone's life at some point is, have I outgrown my space? And it often happens when you have had a shift in your life, whether that massive shift is uh, you got married and you've gone from being in an apartment, a one-bedroom apartment, and now you either got married or have a partner in your life or you're, you have been married and all of a sudden now you're pregnant and you have a new baby coming on the way or you are pregnant with baby number two or three or guess what? You have twins on the way or triplets on the way. Uh, it's amazing what can be created based on you also putting out there, I'm requiring more of this, more fun, more energy, more something, and it might show up with twins or triplets. It might show up with losing a job where you had believed that you were going to be with a company for 25 years and massive changes happened and they let people um, off and boom, 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 all of a sudden you're left standing going, now what do I do? Now, a great thing to look at is it's not what it, now what do I do? It's, it's with, with excitement, what can, now, what can I now create in my life that has actually allowed me to really lean into what I know I'm great at, what I know I can be doing from now going forward and be excited about it. I know for myself, when I really let everything else in my life go, all the places that I perceived I had to do or be before I actually went, you know what? What have I always been drawn to? What have I always talked about for hours on end, being excited about it, being excited about other people? And and it is whatever you would give away for free 
because you just love it? Well, for me, it was always working and and I never looked at it actually as working. I've always looked at it as playing with spaces. I truly do play with spaces. And my target is to show everyone out there, how can you play with a space? How can you play with your space in your home, your space in the business, whether you own the business or whether you're working for somebody else's business, you still have a space within that larger entity. And what can you create within that, even if it's a cubicle and you have 20 cubicles and they're all configured in exactly the same way, I can I can show you a hundred different ways of how you can create that particular um space as being completely unique from everyone else. You don't have to go into a cookie cutter space and assume that this is the only thing you can do within that space. And and it's for me I, I some people might call it a challenge. I look at it as, you know, if you think of a bull at a bullfight in, in Italy from, you know, years ago and they the 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 um, matador had the red um, cape and he would wave it at the bull and the bull would come charging towards him and in the last minute he'd move gracefully out of the way. Well, I look at playing with spaces as the matador sort of playing with the energy and moving gracefully with everything in the space. So are you willing to be that matador of your space? to look at it and say, this isn't a challenge, this is fun, this is playful, this is a game. And and it's like if you play chess or, or any uh, card game or board game, you move pieces around. Well, that's what you get to do with your spaces. You move pieces around. And anybody that knows me that comes to my home we'll see from one week to the next, oh, she's moved this, oh, she's done that, oh, she shifted this. And it's sort of like a bit of a game, I suppose, with the people in my life. It's they, they, They're always sort of, oh, you've moved this around or you've changed this. And it's, well, of course I have. And and I think my kids got the, the moving bug as well, moving and shifting things within the space, not ever believing that I have outgrown it but knowing that what if the things within my space I've outgrown? Ooh. So what items within your space have you outgrown that you're now willing to let go? Ooh. (laughs) I'm going to repeat that. So what items within your space have you outgrown that you're now willing to let go. And when you're willing to let go of those items, oh my goodness, the space that you're going to open up for so much in your life is, wow, amazing. So what items within your space have you outgrown that are no longer serving you that you're willing to let go of? Because we often believe it's the space. It's not, it's not the space. 
It's the things that you've put within the space that perhaps you may have brought over from a previous relationship, a previous job, past family, history, whatever that is, and you've been storing it there. And then one day you wake up and go, well, is this even representing where I'm going in my life, having all this? And if it isn't, then be willing to say, without guilt, say, I'm I'm willing to let this go, that this is actually not serving me in my life. And pass it on to those that might appreciate it, that might be grateful for whatever that item is. So it's like giving it a new purpose, a new life. Uh, There's such a throwaway society right now, and I really love to see more and more people say, well, if this doesn't actually work in my life, and it's and that particular item I've outgrown, it no longer serves me. Uh, for example, if, if you were going through a divorce and you had a whole bunch of books on divorce, well, if you've done your divorce, do you actually require the books on divorce anymore? Or if, you know, the books about... Uh, um, you went into bankruptcy and you had all these legal books and and so again there's an energy about that there so is that something you want to look at every day or would you like to actually get that pile of books and it sounds crazy it could be six books it could be 15 books it could be four books or two books but if they're not serving you Take those books and pass them to somebody else that might actually appreciate and go, oh, I'm so grateful for that. I was looking for that. The books or the items, the furniture, ask for them to go out and find the next person that is actually going to require them. Because remember, we don't own things. We're borrowing them. We're maintaining them. We are the caretakers of those items until the next person chooses to have those items. And those people will show up for you. All of a sudden, someone says, oh, I was looking for, for example, that gentleman that had the big monster desk. I was looking for a a, a desk of that size. I thought I could never find anything. Oh, my God, it'll work perfectly in my blah, blah. And so the gentleman, he had taken that big honking desk out of his office, put it in the garage, put a, a, a notice out onto Kijiji, and within a week it was sold and passed on. And he was, it was, it was like, wow, everything shifted and changed. So please look at before you say that it's not worth anything. It's garbage because what one person considers garbage, another person might consider their treasure. <laughs> And I know you've heard that, but it's so true. It's so true. And, you know, there's there's a place in Canada, and I'm sure this is this goes on in a lot of university towns, but in, in Nova Scotia, Halifax, Nova Scotia, my daughter went to university there at one point, and there was a certain day of the month was sort of putting things out at the end of your driveway as items that could be, they were still good, but people had outgrown them. And it was the day that people could go by and pick up 
furniture and bookshelves and being in a university town, kids were coming and going and moving and, and, and renting different places. And they were all of a sudden it was the time to move or go home and they'd been at university for four years and suddenly they had all these bits of furniture and they hadn't been able to sell them. They might be getting on a plane in a day or two and they thought, oh my gosh, I've got to get these things out of my space because I've got to clean it and get it ready for the next renter. So they would put their items out at the end of the driveway and you would watch people. It was it was very cool. You'd see people drive by with pickup trucks and they'd pick up these items. And by the end of the day, a large percentage of these items had been picked up. And it wasn't the garbage man picking it up. It was people that were surfing people's garbage, basically, <laughs> that wasn't garbage. It was repurposing items that you might consider no longer of value to you. So are you willing to repurpose or see the value of others repurposing items that are no longer surfing, um, serving you? So I'll say that again. Are you willing to see the value of items for someone else that they can repurpose it for their life and in their space? And the gift of that is that you're not calling it garbage. It's repurposing something that still has value for someone else. And, uh, yeah, and this generation coming up, they're very aware of recycling, repurposing, re-gifting. Uh, that used to be a big joke years ago is, oh, is that a re-gifted item? Well, I don't look at regifting now in that way as being negative. I look at it as being, yeah, it's repurposed. It didn't work for me, but I know somebody else out there that would love to uh, actually enjoy these particular items, which is really fun. Well, we have talked a lot today about have you outgrown your space. And it's funny. Now, let's say you're in a one-bedroom apartment and you have triplets on the way. Well, yeah you at that point most likely might actually look at something that that might serve your family as it's growing and the time for you will show up when you are ready to receive the larger space that will accommodate all those little people and it seems to work out it was interesting last night i was on a on a um a ghost tour in Banff. A friend of mine uh, does these ghost tours, and and for those of you that know me, I've I've communicated with spirits and through spaces and and different ways, and I've never really thought of it as as something different or weird. It was just something that I I've I've had a um, an awareness or a gift with for um, a large portion of my life, and it's become more and more finely tuned over the years and just like a muscle and and one of the things that when we were on this tour there was a very historical um, home in in Banff National Park that is considered a heritage building <clears throat> and it's just a very small little house all one floor and 12 people lived in this space so different parts of the world, their idea of overflowing, outgrown is going to be different to your version. So would you now 
just look at it. Just because the person down the road requires a 3,000 square foot home and you're saying my home is only 1,000, what if you could just, again, find out what percentage of your space you use and what percentage are you doing within that space that has all of these items that are there? And as you start to go through the different stages of one's life, so being single, then being in a partnership, then perhaps having a family, then having the the, the kids move away from home and then you're going back to the two and perhaps on to one, um, perhaps a partner dies. Uh, there's all these life changes. What if there's somebody that lost a job? What if your house burnt down? What if the there was a flood um, and you had to move out of the space uh, and find something else. There's all these different transitions that we create in our life. And the gift of this is playing with spaces, seeing what other magical spaces are out there and get out of believing that the space you're in is your forever space, that this is my lot in life. I will never be able to afford. I can't do this. I can't do that. Well, if you're going to have that mindset and you've already determined that this is it, this is, I can only afford this or I can only live at this portion of town or this part of the world or I can't afford to travel, I can't do this. All those people that are putting those thoughts out there, which then become an energy, which then becomes your, wow, it's, it's almost as though it becomes your manuscript for your life. I'm going to invite you to throw that manuscript out and start something brand new and start to shift the way that you speak to your spaces and the way that you are going to place your energy into what you'd like to create in your life. I'm excited. And for those of you that are truly wishing to change the world one one space at a time, I invite you to continue to follow Creating Conscious Spaces journey and I look forward to meeting you and your space somewhere out there in the universe. Thanks everyone for joining us today. Have an Thank awesome Thank you for choosing day. to listen to the Infinite Energies Radio Show. Lisa Bennett will return next Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Lisa loves to connect with her listeners. Email her at lisa at infiniteenergies.ca or find her Infinite Energies page on Facebook. We look forward to having you join us again to share the changes you have begun to make. Have an awesome week and chat.